Guys, how crazy is this uh, Luca Luca Madness? I mean, I thought that his cards were going to go up this year. Um, wasn't completely sold on the base just because of how many there were. But clearly there is enough... There is enough uh, demand. I think these optic cards are great, though. Sorry, let me adjust this phone. Um, I think that the raw hollows are pushing like 500 on Luca right now. Some base are getting hit of Prism PSA 10s at 150. That moose. Let's see here. Mm, Four hundred. Most recent auction from Japan. What else we got? The best offer. Four thirty-five in our auction two days ago. I think Trey Young's around one fifty, one thirty right now. It's crazy. Back in a. Yeah, I don't. I don't see it either. Um. He's amazing. He's 20 years old right now. I mean, so much career left. It's hard because it, it's getting to the point where it's like, if you're buying, you better be willing to hold for a little bit because it's a lot of money to put into it. And I wouldn't expect to quick flips, uh, excuse me, to quick flip Luka cards anymore. But the guy's so good. You have to be okay with seeing the card go down like 20 bucks because there's a chance it could happen with a couple of... Uh, Bad games. Yeah, long-term holds will be crazy. Right away, I, I've been watching video on Luca for a while now. Um, generally, I see some of these guys just through Twitter and YouTube and stuff pretty early on. And I thought that he was awesome. Um, so awesome. Also, total love for Damian Lillard. I love Damian Lillard. He's probably one of my top five favorite NBA players for sure. Um, he's so great. He's he's just amazing. I posted some stuff to my story quite a bit about him. Um, haven't made a, a graph post about him yet. Uh, hopefully his cards double in price within the next couple months I can do so. Granted, they don't have to double. Um, just go. I mean, I guess from before the season, they're probably up like, what, almost 80% now, maybe 90%. PSA 10s are probably $60 before the season. Now they're like 100 Damien is the truth. He is insane. He's having an unreal season. I watched him on NBA TV a little bit uh, the other day, and he was just going crazy. And, yes, Siakam's been super good this year, too. I mean, Lillard in 10 games is averaging 33 points, 7 assists, 5 rebounds, on 49% shooting, 39% from 3, 90% free throw, is a 30.8 PER as a guard. Which is ridiculous. Keep in mind, he's 6'2". 6'2 and doing all this. And his shooting is just insane. He's he's averaging 10 attempts a game and he's shooting 39% from three. Yeah, Jaron Jackson finally had a good game the, the other day. Just needs some minutes and to see some uh, some usage. John Morant didn't have a, uh, the best um, the best game. The other day, so Jaron capitalized. Are you going to the game on Sunday? What game is this Sunday? Bucks game? 
because I know the Packers will have a bye. I'm going to the Nebraska this weekend, actually, flying out Friday morning, going to the Badger game in Nebraska. What up, Mark? Oh, against Marquette. No, I'm not because I'm gone. I'm really bummed about that, actually. For sure would be there. Um, at for life trading cards. I have quite a bit. I'm going to send them all to PSA, whatever's good enough to go in. Um, I'm for sure going to grade them. Yeah, Siakam, we were we liked Siakam. We liked him for the year. We just didn't know if he could uh, take on full, like a full uh, first option workload. But he has proven he can, and he is really, really good. I saw him in person. He's pretty bad in the first half against the Bucks, um, but his second half was really good, and he's he's a really good player. Chris Boucher. Uh, I saw his block the other night. He uh, he is probably not the best buy. I don't even know if he has any cards, to be honest. He's 27, but he had a nasty block on Montrose Harrell. Wiggins is one of the hardest pers- uh, players to decide on right now. It's one of the gotten questions from now three people today through DMs or texts about him. If he becomes a 22 point per game, six rebound per game, five assists per game with like a steal and shoots over 50% from the field goal uh, percentage. Really good player, worth the contract finally. But it's been a five-game stretch, and it's so hard to know if it's going to continue or not. I mean, like, it's just way so hard to know because the last three years, so disinterested. I know Butler was there, and he probably wasn't really into it then but I mean it's it's just so tough it's such it's a pretty cheap gamble right now I'd say like I saw a silver of his was like 80 bucks or 75 bucks or something pretty rare in 2014 too actually really rare um so it it's kind of hard to say like it's a gamble just know that you're going to the gamble because he has been so inconsistent his whole career if he's finally turning the corner, that's amazing. I want him to. This isn't me saying I don't want him to. This is just me saying it's a gamble and just know that it might not pay off. Um, Won't be able to find print run on red, white, and blue prism rookies and stuff, but you can go and look at PSA pop reports, which should be uh, pretty pretty good indicators not the best because they're worth less than silvers so like more people are going to grade silvers versus red white and blues because uh, they'll have a higher payoff but at least at that point you can look throughout the years mm, what do you recommend for luca from flawless do you see value going up with time i think flawless is pretty hot right now it just came out if i were to buy a luca card from it the issues is that luca could just keep on playing better and the prices could keep on going up um i'd probably wait a little bit um, wait for a couple of these like really good 2019 products to come out like Prism and then pick one up. These cards are nasty though. Like this championship tag of Luca is so sick. Then there's a RPA and stuff out of 15. It's nice. Like the cards are really nice looking this year and it's no Lulu autograph. So it's a good sign. Uh, Jabari Parker. <laughs> If Nate was in here, he would be uh, not happy. As Bucks fans, uh, it's our it's our duty to to not support Jabari Parker because he was trash. Granted, 
he was injured also a lot for as when he was in Milwaukee. But it's crazy. He I know he's only played nine games this year and started four, averaging twenty seven minutes a game, but his field goal field goal percentage is fifty seven percent this year, which is much higher than it's been in the past. It's normally around forty nine. Um averaging seventeen point six points a game, which is nice. Actually having a pretty decent season. Can't really shoot much. Can't really shoot much from free throw either. But I, it's kind of like, I know he's only 24, so almost 25. It's just one of those things where it's like those guys that just like have like two, three chances. How many more times can people put money into them and give them looks? Um, I'm not sure. Also on his fourth team, which is tough. I think that you can't go wrong holding Series 2 boxes because with, with Tatis... In there with Alonzo, with the Vlad uh, SPs, the no numbers, um, and then Eloy too, of course. I know that Series 2 is pretty produced, but I don't think that really matters when you have that good of players in a product. I think it's one of those, like, going to have to hold it over time thing and let these guys become multi-year all-stars and stuff, but I think you really can't go wrong holding Series 2 boxes. Like, updates exploded um, from 2018, and 2019's got... Uh, really good uh, rookies in there. Best NBA draft class in the last five years. This is just like knee-jerk reaction. 2018, Luka, Trey, Bagley, Jaron Jackson. There's so much talent. I mean, I could go on and on. The list is very, very long. But 2016 is getting really, really good really, really fast. And 2015 is really legit, too. Um, the top-tier talent in 2015 is awesome with Townsend Booker and D'Angelo Russell and... I'm missing guys. I know Przingis. Um, oh, Jokic, too. Well, just kidding. Jokic was 2014, but 2015 Prism. Yeah, I actually just posted in my story the prices of Jason Dominguez autos from Prism Draft. Um, they're going for like 200 for the silver. I think those are the base autos. I haven't really done any research in it because I don't really, not really concerned with Prism Baseball for uh, Panini because um, of the no logos and stuff, but $200 for a uh, an autograph of him. Imagine what a a Bowman Chrome base autograph is going to be. That's like a seven hundred dollar card, probably. If a Prism draft picks is two hundred, um, with a sticker autograph, mind you, and no logos and a weird picture and stuff. Where should I got, get a Prism Luca Mojo graded? If you have the out of twenty five, man, you're sitting on a huge card. I definitely go PSA. Um, granted, I guess if it looks amazing, like impeccable, go BGS. See if you can get a 10. Uh, but PSA has really good uh, gem and 10 uh, values. Um, Prism and Optic right now. And if you can hold a higher-end product, you can do that too. But, I mean, with I'd say most of us in here right now probably can't hold a $2,000-plus National Treasures box. But more power to you if you can. I don't think that this year's update's going to be bigger than 2018. The rookie debuts for Tatis and Alonzo and Eloy really hurt it because really what you're looking at is base rookies of Vlad, Keston here, and Nick Senzel. Yes, the checklist goes pretty deep for actual MLB talent or at least like positional players and players that can, you know, two or players on MLB teams. But in terms of base rookies and parallels for rookies, you really can't beat true rookies of Acuna and Torres and Soto and Otani. Because um, Tatis and Alonso having rookie debuts really hurts. I don't think that those cards are going to hold up like some people might think. Um, I think you have to go Series 2 
for those guys. I don't. I think he plays outfield. I'm not sure on what someone asked. What position does Jason Dominguez play? I think it's outfield. I have to look it up though. I haven't posted about Devin Booker Prism yet, just because I do one post a day on a graph Monday through Friday. Um, so it takes a little bit to get some of those guys up there, and also because I like to wait a couple days for the um, data points to get in there and stuff like that. But he'll definitely get a post soon. He's been unreal. Really like him a lot. Devin Booker's awesome. Tips for starting out. Um, sorry, I'm just seeing these these comments now. There's a lot in here. Tips for starting out as a new collector. It's kind of hard because there's a lot of different things going on here. Um, there's variations, this and that. I'm sure you're looking at my uh, our post and being like, oh, some of this stuff is so confusing and stuff like that. Um, but really what I'd recommend is just getting familiar with the main sets. So look at your prison basketball. Now optic basketball is becoming a main set. Look at your Tops Update baseball, your Bowman Chrome baseball, the first autographs. Figure out what the different players are that you like, first of all. Then look at those sets. They're low-cost options if you want to have low entry. Um, there's variations that get more scarce from there, and you can spend more money. But to start out, start low dollar amount with the players you like and see what happens with the good sets. I'll DM both of you guys after this to try to help more. Um, it's just very hard just through a live stream and no pictures or anything to go through that. But I'd recommend just familiarizing yourself with eBay and how sold auctions work and how to look them up, how to figure out how much stuff is worth, how to figure out different searches for different auctions, um, and making sure that you're buying the right things so you, so you don't buy stuff that, even if they do play well, won't go up in price. See, yeah, I know you say Tatis and Eloy for update and Alonzo and stuff, but it's, like, I can't say those guys because they're rookie debuts. I just can't say that they're really, like, part of update while their rookie debuts are in the parallels, you know, sell for an okay amount. Um, it's it's just not like a, an Acuna or a Soto or a Torres gold. I think Hoops is okay this year, mostly because it's the, you know, rookies are commanding some decent prices, especially Zion. But going forward after Prism comes on Optic and stuff, it won't be much at all. Unless you have an all-timer, like a Giannis PSA 10 Hoops rookie is probably 200-some dollars plus. Like, that's like an all-timer type of thing. Like, without that, it's kind of difficult. I think 2018 and 2019 are both deep rookie classes. Um, I do think that 2019 does have a lot of good players in it. But I think that 2018 still is going to be better. Yeah, rookie debuts don't hold their value. <sighs> Non-numbered hot signature of Zion. Did you pull that out of a hoops box? I haven't done too much looking into hoops this year and the different parallels and autos, autos and stuff. I do know that they have on-card dual autos this year, which is a big a big step up um, from past hoops. $560 for an auction of a hot signature Zion. Dang, I would. This is what I do. If you really want Zion cards and you really just want to have Zion card, cards, I would sell that hot signature for $500. Take that money, save that money, wait two weeks after Prism comes out, and start buying Prism NBA basketball cards or Optic basketball cards when those come out. Um, I'd get that hoops out of your hands fast. 
And also, I, someone just asked, is Collegiate NBA dead? Um, I don't know if it's dead. Box prices are pretty high for the first off the line packs or boxes. But I just wouldn't invest in those anyways. I wouldn't invest in any Collegiate cards. I think that the cards are super nice, no doubt. Um, but, I mean, there's only so much to go around. And once you start adding in the NBA cards that are going to come out, there's no way that, that I would ever be caught dead buying um, college basketball draft picks prism. I, I think it's decent if you want to rip it and get a bunch of cool colored cards and stuff like that, but not for holding value. Yeah, there's a ton made. Like, silvers now of Zion have dropped down to $30, and they start out at 400 once only first off the line boxes were out. But I would just avoid it unless you're getting really good deals on it and maybe, like, two for one. Um, I can speak a little bit to how will college players be being impact. Oh, I think it's – I think – oh, how are they getting paid going to impact card collecting, in my opinion? The way I see it is once this all starts to be able to happen, uh, the NCAA and Panini um, or Tops, whatever, whoever wants to – start making college cards while they're in college will have the chance to make sets um, leading into like a college season so they can make like 2021 college football playoff prism football and you could get a college rookie card of when they're still in college it'll just give more ways to buy and sell different players it's going to be a super small market I think I think it's going to be a pretty small market buying and selling base um, it'll be interesting though, because currently if you look at baseball, the way that it works with prospects is that once they either get drafted or finally are deemed worthy by Bowman or Tops to have a first Bowman autograph, they get an autograph. And this is pre MLB. If they come out with a college rookie while they're in college, while they're still playing, will people actually value that even if they're not in their NBA Jersey? Um, obviously for Bowman, they've, airbrush and photoshop in the mlb jerseys and put in the mlb logos so it's a little different because they'll have their teams on there and they're already drafted and stuff like that but technically that's like their first rookie card um so i guess that's a little bit different i wouldn't i wouldn't invest in any collegiate product on the secondary market if you get a box for cheap and you can flip it do it if you can get a box and you want to open it and you get a card and you make a lot of money, do it, sell it. What do you think base Zion Prism will go for? Oh, that's wild. I'm really thinking like $30 to $40 for NBA 1 and Pelicans. Yeah, Sudden pretty much just hit the nail on the head. I know what some of you guys are just getting into this and stuff and um, all that stuff, but I would recommend to not buy college jersey stuff. I know if you made a mistake, that's okay. I, I've been doing this now for 11, 12 years, learning the card market. Um, pretty much better half of my life. Um, and I've went through plenty of mistakes. So, still do. Everyone does. I'm not in a dorm. I'm in a house. And I share a room with a, a roommate, but it's nothing much. <laughs> best players to invest in right now um could go a couple different routes for the three sports between baseball basketball and football baseball i think you have to look at tatis um and hira 
are two of my favorite rookie card investments right now. Soto, I think, is still still worth it. $65 is PSA 10s are down to now. Um, you win a World Series, you're 20 years old, now 21. I know that there's a lot of them. Does doesn't make much sense to me. Okay, go go find more rare stuff. If you want to spend more money, you can do that too. Soto, Tatis, Hira, I'd be buying all offseason for sure. Um, basketball, right now, a lot of it's pre-reactionary stuff. Um, it's really hard to start to like actually... Like, because a lot of this stuff is like more short term, I'd say. Like Bagley, he's hurt right now, is a pretty good buy. Aiden suspended, John Collins suspended. All those guys are still worth it in my mind. Um, and then 2016 draft class, I still think of Malcolm Brogdon's undervalued, even though he's a little bit older. I think it's Siakam's still undervalued. Um, there's a lot of 2016 guys that are really good. Shea, I think, is still worth it for some cards, some not. Just depends what you're buying. Um, and then football. I think for football, I'm not really super like into football slash like football smart. Like I really am like I'm pretty good at basketball. I've played for a long time. Watch a lot of NBA, watch a lot of college hoops. Baseball and Nathan and I share a bunch of knowledge between that. Nathan's really the baseball guy, mostly. I mean, exclusively. I I picked up a lot of baseball knowledge through him. But, like, with football, it, I just know the card market well enough to know what works. I don't know. Like, I couldn't tell you who to invest in as a backup quarterback. I couldn't tell you that. But what I could say is that I would buy Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, and Lamar Jackson's went up a lot, but still, if you can find some good deals by him. Um, I mean, I, like literally those four. I think Sutton's pretty much saying what I'm saying right now. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes, top four. Lamar Jackson's, we definitely love Lamar Jackson, don't get me wrong, but it's a wild card. Um, mostly because his stuff's went up a lot in price, so you have to kind of try to work for some deals and stuff. Versus if you're buying three weeks ago, you would just have deals. I do really like Kyler Murray. I must say that. I think he's actually really good and his team's really, really bad. So I think there's a ton of potential there. So if you do want to invest in 2019 Prism rookie cards for football, like I go Kyler Murray and Daniel Jones. You just kind of have to buy the studs and hope that they become more studs. Like I don't like buying backup quarterbacks. That's stupid. Because... Yes, you might be able to make some money. Like, people made money on Mason Rudolph. People made money on Kyle Allen, who actually is pretty decent. But, like, so many people are caught up in putting money into those guys as they get named starters that you they, they just ignore. Like, just, like, Deshaun Watson's been so good, and his stuff still isn't really that expensive. I really like Baker Mayfield. I think that this season's been horrendous and stuff, and this offseason might be a really good time to... Um, offseason might be a good time to buy Baker, Sam Darnold, and Garner Minshew, but those are all gambles. Like, Jacoby Brissett, you could buy. Like, I, I think if you're just looking to play, to play it smart, you just... Like, that's why I say Tom Brady, Rodgers, Mahomes, and Watson. That's just, like, a very safe route. Then you can get into, okay, do I put money in Darnold or Baker or Brissett or, you know, these other guys. Garner Minshew, who actually might be a good offseason buy if they can trade um, 
if they can trade Nick Foles, Garner Minshew might be a good offseason bry. Uh, Drew Brees, yeah, I just think that the I, I I like Drew Brees. I think he's been amazing. Obviously, there's no denying that. But I don't think that he's in the same realm as Brady and Rodgers when it comes to demand. I guess you could say hype, um, and then just like I guess talent as well. I th- I, granted, some people might disagree with me on that, but that's okay. Yeah, Kyler Murray silver prism autographs. Um, the silver ones, I can show you guys them on camera here. A lot of this stuff, though, like, like I, I, unless these, like, Kyler and Daniel Jones have such good end of the seasons that their cards are just, like, keep going up and then they level off a little bit in the offseason, like, at this point, I'd just be like, okay, wait two more months when the Cardinals and the Giants are out of the playoffs and then buy Kyler Murray and Daniel Jones. Right now, you can get an autograph for 154 of Kyler Murray. I think there's worse things to spend your money on, for sure. And I also like Kyler a lot. Uh, Impossible to tell if Luke is peaking. I don't think he's peaking. He has, like, so many years left of his career. He might have peaked for the next couple months. But, you know... Career-wise, there's no way. He's probably going to be an all-star every year for the rest of his career like LeBron. And that's how good he is. Depends if you're making money and feel good with your profit or not. You could stash it away for 5 to 10 years if you like. Yeah, Rodgers is a... It's a tricky situation, Sutton. Sometimes I've been very upset with him. Like I'm sure you have too. (laughs) Oh, nice. That's awesome, Wyatt. Lamar's, you know, you could say, you know, very hard schedule coming up, but he's been so dang good this year and played against the Patriots, who were very, very good, and he did very well against them. And I know that he's not playing the Bengals coming up anymore. (laughs) So, I'm going to kick you out of here. Um, I know Lamar's not playing the Bengals anymore, but he's, he's so good. That if he beats a couple of these teams and puts up these numbers, like, it's kind of like a Luka situation where you might be like, oh, he just can't keep on going up, but then he does. Like, people, if the Patriots couldn't game plan for Lamar, who can? Barring injury, he's he's extremely dominant. But anyone can get injured in the NFL. Yeah, Hero Tatis, J-Rod, Soto. Robert's really, really good. Just a little bit expensive. Trey Young, silver price going forward. I think you're probably just talking about Prism. Um, sorry, I lost my train of thought. I think that they're like $200 right now. It's hard because they're going to be volatile per game and stuff like that. And you, it's hard to predict that. But I could see him being 250 steady by All-Star break. Which we're talking about it, three months, four months, for a fifty dollar gain isn't bad. People can't get in love with these fifty dollar gains overnight, which are so reactionary, so big game, card moves type of thing. 
you gotta get you gotta fall in love with steady gains over time instead of quick flips. Otherwise, it's gonna be really difficult to do this successfully for a long time. I was talking about OG Ananobi with Nate's brother. Um, stud on defense, pretty young, came off an injury. I think he shoots a three ball pretty well. He's out tonight with a right eye contusion. Doesn't matter for, or actually it was last night, I think, or something. But he's young, 12 points per game, six rebounds per game, two assists per game, 55 percent shooting percent 53 percent three-point percent um on five attempts per game really good at shooting this year free throw percent's pretty low though for that for that three-point percent only 67 percent from free throw um raptors are really good at developing players and making them fit and they've been pretty good this year with losing Kawhi. um i think Ananobi you might not see get a lot of demand this year but in the next couple years you could Oh, Kawhi's the one that poked his eye? Ooh. The only issue with Eloy is that I think that he is a DH. Nate and I have talked about this. Look at J.D. Martinez. Amazing years. Cards went up a little, like some in price, but not what you'd expect if it's like, you know, your outfielder or your shortstop, which obviously is the premium position. Um, hard to Hard to go in on a DH. But he's a good hitter. No question. Well... Unless you define winning by the last two seasons, which were kind of messed up from one, having a knee injury the whole season, and two, not playing for half a season with a broken collarbone. He's 8-2 this year, so I think he's winning. I don't think Zion's hype is too big. Um, I just think he needs to be healthy. Also, it's kind of hard because Zion doesn't ask for the hype. I know that that's not what your question was, but... Let's just remember that Zion just plays basketball. And anything else that happens is because of the media. Twenty twenty two World Series. I think you need to go a little bit more years out than that for the White Sox and for the Blue Jays. Padres, they need more pitching, but they have a lot of pitchers in the Myers. Their their system is loaded. Yes, Brewers. There we go, Nate. I'll hang out for eight more minutes here till 5.45 Central Time. When do you see the Yankees winning a World Series? I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to predict World Series winners. If the Sox added Castellanos, Wheeler, and Grandal along with Getting Kopech, Madrigal, and Robert, they could be in the playoffs in your eyes. Well, adding all those pieces is like a 1% chance, I feel like, for 2019. I mean 2020, sorry. Where is Giannis going 2021? Staying with the Bucks. Don't at me. Nate, I don't want to hear it. Don't want to hear it. If we lose to Nebraska this weekend when I fly there, I'm going to be so mad. Best baseball product to buy of a player besides Chrome for investment purposes. Uh, buy rookies if you're talking players in the MLB. If you're talking prospects, don't buy anything else other than Bowman Chrome. And when I say rookies, I mean Tops Update, Tops Heritage. Um, those are the two exclusive sets. 
currently not buying anything that you're probably buying. Um, don't like to buy baseball, basketball, football as we um, report on it and give advice on it. As such, I've been buying soccer and then PC items. Uh, yeah, DeAndre Aiden's value can go up, especially with it dropping a little bit since uh, since that suspension for that P thing. Plus, he's really good. He's actually really, really good. And the Suns are really good so far. So far. Namor or Mbappe to invest in. Gotta go Mbappe. 20 years old. Absolute stud. He's been playing so well since coming back from his hamstring injury. Neymar's been really good for PSG when he plays, but he's only played in 50% of the games uh, since he transferred there. I only have, like, one Neymar card. I only bought one. I think I have, like, 60-some Mbappe. Yeah, if you have Ronaldo rookie cards from, like, 2004 Mega Cracks or something, definitely send those in, especially because if it's an international card... Um, international people don't grade much because it's so difficult for them to, to get PSA grading and stuff like that. If you can send those to PSA, uh, that's dope. Steamy, everyone can do, uh, invest and collect however they, uh, they so choose. That's what's the great thing about freedom of choice. I'm an operations and technology management major. And I definitely enjoy the hobby. I love it. Open packs. I have a ton of PC stuff. Multiple different vehicles that the hobby can be used for. Mm, uh, probably not the best at answering Jack Hughes or Capo Keiko on Young Guns. I'd hit up Trees Collectibles to ask him some questions about that. Uh, number one, number two draft pick. I don't think that Keiko has a Young Gun, though, does he? Or does he have a canvas or something? I don't think he has a base one yet, unless he does. I, didn't know, I don't know if he's in Series 1. I know Hughes started a little bit slow, but he might have more points now. I don't keep up with the NHL as regularly as the NBA. It's kind of like a once-a-week check-in thing for me. Uh, hold, tops, update, sealed stuff. It's just going to keep on going up as Acuna and Soto play over time. If you are making profit and you need the money, then sell. Not telling you not to take your profit, but sealed wax of, the, of that stuff is just going to keep on going up. I had two cases at one point. Alrighty, probably going to log off here if there's no more questions, unless there's one or two more before I head out. That's when I bought 2018 Black Friday, $500 a case. Certain Luca cards can go up a lot. I think the base stuff can. I just think it's going to take a little bit more to do it. I always have thought that, though, but it's doing it right now. When should we be grading this year NFL rookies? Grade them now or grade them in the offseason. Just have them back in time for next fall. That's what you just need to do uh, for that. For The question was, when should we be grading our NFL rookie cards of this year? Just make sure you have them back for fall. Who is the guy to look out for in Bowman draft in three weeks? I don't know. The checklist has been released, so it's hard to say. But there's, uh, we'll have we'll have quite a bit of stuff coming out on that. I can't say for sure right now, but I'm going to get Nate to do a bunch of research on that. All right, with that, I'm going to head out. Um, actually, interesting question here: Vlad update versus Vlad series two future value. If you're buying the base, go 
for the series two no number in my opinion it's just in my opinion um if you're buying parallels well you have to buy the um update parallels that's the only product that there's parallels in so buy accordingly as of that i think that the series two no number one is is going to be the better base buy prism silver print run for 2019 probably super super high if it hits if it hits 15,000 I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> um I don't know when Walmart Target will have them but you can look at release calendars for the hobby and then try to gauge it off of that I think it comes out like first couple weeks in December December 10th or something all right sweet thank you guys for joining and look out for next week's live